This is the Business English Podcast, episode 47, how to be upfront about your skills at work in English. Welcome to the Business English Podcast from All Ears English. Get the English skills you need to achieve your dreams in global business. For a presentation, a meeting, or your office party, this is Real Business English with your favorite American hosts, Lindsay and Michelle, coming to you from New York City and Colorado, USA. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Michelle, how you doing? Hey, Lindsay, I'm good. Still getting over this cold, but I am happy to record. How are you? Oh, I'm good. I was actually in New York this past weekend. Oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> oh, good. How was that? Oh, I was sick as a dog. So it's You're like, sick as a dog. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was fun. It was fun. We went to see The Lion King, which I know is oh. so touristy and... I wouldn't have gone to the Lion King when I was living there, but my friend loves the Lion King, so I took her there, and it was magical. It was awesome. Sometimes it's good to be a tourist in New York. <laughs> yeah, why not? That's really cool. I've, I never I never saw the Lion King. I did see the Beauty and the Beast movie, though. It's oh cool. Oh, the movie or the the show, the, the Broadway movie, show. The new the new the movie. Oh, the movie. The movie. Yeah. Oh, awesome, awesome. Well, it was really cool the way they did the animals in the Lion King. You know, I was wondering how you would put like take a, a movie with animals yeah. and stuff as the primary characters and put them on Broadway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I love the Lion King. The music is amazing. Oh, beautiful, beautiful story, beautiful play. Very nice costumes, and we were sitting close so we could see the details and the costumes and things. It was cool. It was wow. cool. Oh, I'm glad you had fun. Thank you. Yeah. So let's dive into it then, because we've, you know, we're pushing through here today, Michelle. I know you're a little bit sick, so I want to say thank you for showing up for our listeners today. And we we appreciate your dedication to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Lindsay. Uh, Yeah. And I also want to remind our listeners, guys, if you are feeling like you're missing some things, uh, you're not hearing everything that we're saying, you're not understanding, then you should subscribe to the transcripts because you can save 50% when you do that. So go Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. Michelle, I want to start with a quote today. Okay. Okay. Are you ready for the quote? I want to know if you agree with this quote because I love this quote. Here it is. Okay. Ready? I'm ready. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) If you are the smartest person in the room, then you are in the wrong room. (laughs) Ooh. Oh, interesting. Interesting. So I, I I saw online they attributed this to Confucius, but for some reason, I don't know if that's true. I don't know who said it. But anyways, Michelle, what do you think about this quote? Um, Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. I think, um, you know, it's basically all about continuing to challenge yourself. Like even if you've like reached, you know, some sort of height or peak, like you should always be surrounding yourself by people who are going to make you um, smarter, make you have to think more and challenge your thoughts. And I, I like that. 
I totally agree. You know, and I think to me, the way I interpret this quote is not just about intelligence, like IQ. I think that's such a limited way of looking at the world. To me, this is about making sure you're in places where people challenge you in general. Right. I mean, this past weekend when we were in New York, the reason we went was my friend was invited to a dinner at the Explorers Club, which is this famous uh, this club that has its members are people who do things like they go to Antarctica and they research penguins and they climb Mount Everest. Just these wow. people that do epic things in their lives. They do they do things that change the world. They do research that makes important change for um, for the quality of our lives. And they also do a lot of exploring and adventuring. Right? These types of people are who are part of this club. And we went to a happy hour um, to, to meet some people in the club. And it was just fascinating just being in the room with people. I mean, one guy in the in the club actually has been was was labeled like the world's greatest explorer or world's greatest adventurer oh in the Guinness Book of World Records like back Wait, in the Wait, so 80s. did you meet him? No, I didn't meet him, but he was there. So I don't know, just being in places where these people make you want to be a better person, I think is worth is worth the worth the trip, worth doing it, you know? Right, 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 right. Oh, I love that. That's so cool. I'm glad you had fun. (laughs) Exactly. So that's important. But today we're going to talk about something that's related, but on the other side. Today we're going to talk about what to do when someone offers you an opportunity at work, but it's not inside your skill set, right? Okay. I mean, sometimes our skills will transfer and it makes sense to say yes, but other times it's completely out of our skill set. And it would be silly to try to do that thing. And now we have this other quote that's kind of on the opposite end of what we just talked about. What is that quote, Michelle? Okay. uh, It's don't bite off more than you can chew. Yeah. What does that mean? It's basically don't do uh, like don't say yes to more than you can really handle. Yeah. And in some ways, I see these quotes as being like kind of opposites to each other, right? We should challenge ourselves and be around people who make us do things that maybe we put ourselves out of our comfort zone. But at the same time, we shouldn't take on things that we know we absolutely don't have the skills to do, right? So I feel like success is finding a balance between the two. What do you think, Michelle? Yeah, yeah. I think the skills or the time or whatever, like maybe you have the skills to do something, but you don't always have the time, right? Maybe it's like too overwhelming for whatever reason. More, yeah. Don't do, don't do more than you are able to at that moment in time. Exactly. And that quote, don't bite off more than you you can chew. I feel like it's more often used in the way that you mentioned <clears throat> regarding being busy, right? Because some people tend to fill their schedules so much and they overextend themselves. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that sounds I, familiar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that makes me also think of don't spread yourself too thin. Oh, good one. We got all kinds of great quotes and idioms coming out today, guys. <laughs> this is gold. I hope you're getting the transcripts for today. This is good stuff. Okay. So then today what we're going to show you guys is what if someone comes to you at work and they offer you an opportunity like a project, but it's not in your skill set, right? So we had a student, a student of ours who came to us with this question and the student wanted to know what to say if this happened to her. Okay. So Michelle, let's, let's tell our listeners some phrases that you can use and then we'll do a role play to show them how it's done. Okay. Okay. So what's the first thing we could say if I come up to you and I say, Hey, Michelle, you know, oh, I really need some help with, um, with the blog, with the All Ears English blog, you know, Uh um, would you be able to help me with that? Oh, uh, this sounds really interesting. And just so you know, I don't have any experience with that task. (laughs) I like how we used and instead of but. Why did we do that? 
Because if you say but, it sounds kind of like a negative. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I feel like um, with this one, um, uh, yeah, I, I feel like I would finish it personally by saying like, oh, I don't have any experience with that task, but like I'm willing to learn. And in that situation, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I think I would say but. Yeah, but I'm willing to learn. Okay, I like it. So it's personal choice here, or we can add that one to the end of the uh, list of our phrases here, but there are a bunch of different ways we can do it. And, you know, sometimes we want to, you know, I think the point is just to be upfront, right? And then that person can decide the, the person who invited you to do the task, they can decide whether they want you to do it or not, right? Okay, yeah, exactly. Yeah. How about the next one? Okay, so the next one is, um, this sounds great, and I want to be upfront about my skills. I have never done X, Y, Z, right? Whatever it is, right? I've never fixed a bike, or <laughs> I've never done brain surgery. <laughs> right, okay. right, right. Okay, good. So this sounds great, and I want to be upfront. I, I like this because it feels very communicative, right? It feels very transparent, you know, especially right. if you're new in a certain workplace, you've just arrived, maybe you're working, um, coming in from abroad, and you've been assigned to an office in New York and someone right. offers you something. It's very communicative, very transparent. Okay. Right, right, right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And the next one is, it sounds like an incredible opportunity. And I just want to let you know that I don't have experience in this, for example. Right? Right. Right. Yeah. I think that's good. That's very, I, I like, oh, it sounds like an incredible opportunity. Yeah. Saying something really positive. Yeah. A key piece of this is that, Michelle, is saying something positive, like making sure that you're being clear in the beginning that you're very honored or that it's, wow, you're impressed that you've been offered that. Okay. But then you need to be upfront. Okay. So, right. Right. What's the last one, Michelle? Okay, the last one is, um, I would love to take advantage of this opportunity, but I should be transparent and tell you that. Yeah, that I've never done it before, that right, I don't right. know about this, or I don't have a degree in this. Okay, whatever it is, guys, you show sure. in the blank there, right? Okay. Right. Um, so we want to show you guys how this comes into play in a role play so we can bring this to life a bit more. Okay, so Michelle, in this case, we are researchers at MIT. We're scientists, okay? Right. Um, <laughs> I think that one of the one of the big fields that get ten- where t- people tend to work who get uh, relocated to the U.S. is scientists, right? Because I know I've worked with some scientists at MIT. I've worked with some phys- physicists there, uh, helping them with their English, and it's a common thing. So I bet some of our listeners are actually working in labs around the country. So Michelle, you are going to be our PI, which is oh. our principal investigator. Okay, <laughs> that sounds like such a cool term. It almost sounds like a like a police, per, um, like a cop or something. But right. <laughs> <laughs> so it just means that you're the leader of the lab. Okay. Right. Um, and I am a visiting scholar who came to do research on AIDS and. My my entire background is focused on AIDS research, not any other diseases. I don't okay. know any other diseases. Okay? okay. Okay. Here we go. All right. Uh, good morning, Lindsay. What's on your agenda for the week? Good morning, Michelle. I'm getting an early start today so that I can get these cells under the microscope and get some notes down before lunch. Oh, I see. Uh, actually, Lindsay, the other team in the lab will be getting started with some new research on thyroid cancer later this week. I thought you might want to be on the team for the week. Oh, wow. Mm, this sounds great. And I just want to be upfront about my skills. I've never done any research on thyroid cancer. Oh, I understand. I thought you would make a great addition to the team when it comes to setting up our experimental groups. Oh, okay. I see. Well, I think my work with AIDS research would transfer well. Exactly. So we meet on Wednesday at 3 for the first time in room 203. See you there? Absolutely. Thank you. 
Okay. okay, yeah. I thought that was really good. That's really nice because now I can walk into that meeting feeling very comfortable because I've been completely clear about what I can and cannot do. I think where we get into trouble, especially if we're you know, international researchers and we're already feeling uncomfortable, we get into trouble when we're not clear about what our skill set is, when we think people are going to expect things from us that we can't do, right? That causes stress. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, I think that, you know, I, you know, it was explained up front and the, you know, the other person still wanted your help, you know, like, I I don't know, it was, it was good and it worked out. Exactly. So what was the phrase? I could only really use one of the ones that we taught guys. So that's why you're going to want to go back and get the transcripts. If you go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. But Michelle, what was the one that we used here? Okay. So you said, oh, wow. And then you said, this sounds great. And, right, so use that and, And? I just want to be upfront about my skills. I have never done any research on thyroid cancer. Yeah. And it's good because now that I've been upfront, you know, I, and the other thing that I didn't do is I didn't just curl up and say no, right? Because that's where opportunities stop coming our way. That's where we start to lose a professional, you know, uh, our reputation or, you know, lose an opportunity is when we curl up and we say, oh, I don't, I can't do it. No, thank you. Right. Why are you saying no? You want to be clear. Okay. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's good. Yeah. So what's the takeaway today, Michelle? Okay. So the takeaway is, you know, you should really communicate before there's a problem. So like, don't assume that you can't contribute to something if it's, if it doesn't seem directly related to your work. Like in this example, like, you know, I thought, oh, Lindsay would still be good for this, even though she doesn't have experience on that particular, you know, on thyroid cancer, but she, her other skills would apply, right? So don't assume like, oh, you can't do it. You very well are likely to, and that's why the person might be asking you, but definitely be upfront. And, um, that's the most important thing. Exactly. And now you as the principal investigator, you're going to be able to like place me in the right place in the meeting, right? right? Insert my skills where it's needed. Right. And it's just so much, I, I, it just reduces so much stress when we communicate. It's amazing, guys. And now you have the skills to do it if you're in this situation, right? And I mean, I think it's always good to challenge ourselves and take on things that, you know, that maybe are a bit of a stretch if we're able to communicate. Okay. So cool. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> okay. I like that. I like that. Okay. Well, thanks. Yeah. That, that was a really interesting topic. Interesting topic. Guys, go on over, get the transcripts, allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. And don't forget to subscribe to the IELTS Energy podcast if you're taking the IELTS exam. Okay. We will be, we will be back soon, Michelle. Thanks for hanging out with that cold. We appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. Have a good okay. one, Lindsay. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Business English, a podcast just for you, the high-achieving global professional. Want more from All Ears English? Don't miss our biggest and best podcast with 8 million monthly downloads. Just search for the All Ears English podcast and hit follow to get four new episodes per week on fluency, American culture, grammar, and so much more. Or tap the link in the show notes. Remember, we believe in connection, not perfection when it comes to learning English. Follow the All Ears English podcast now.